the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called, Our Response to the Word. God's Word is powerful, capable of doing everything that it says it can do. It's the Word that God has preached to us, so that God's power can actually manifest all that it said that it can do for us. But the Bible also tells us in Romans chapter 1, that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation, unto them that believe. Which means, that if we don't respond properly to the Word by believing it, then the power of God unto salvation won't manifest for me and you. That's why it's so important that we respond properly to the word that God has preached to us. Otherwise, all the power of God that could have manifested in our lives won't manifest for us. And it'll be because our response or lack of response to God's word. That's why we'd be wise to learn to respond properly to God's word. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Our Response to the Word. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Hey, one of us has started off good, but then it turned out bad. Hey, Amen. A lot of married couples understand what I'm talking about. Started off grinning at each other at the altar and, and saying all kinds of stuff like, I'll be with you forever until you lived with them. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Then all of a sudden it's like, no, I don't even want to see you no more. Come on up in here. Some stuff happened, things going on, and stuff happens. It's called perdition. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But the Lord says, I'm going to send you a word that will deliver you out of that difficulty, that will allow you to do what I tell you to do, and I'll be able to cause this peace to be able to manifest once again for you. That the joy and all the good things that God has in store for you is waiting on us as long as we don't draw back unto perdition. So we've learned a lot of things in relationship to the fact of how it is that we do that and what God does in order to make sure that comes to pass. And we've learned that what he does is he sends his word. Turn over to 1 John chapter 3, please. We've already learned that he sends his word. Oh, this is going to be good today. My God, I hope you have an ear to hear what the Lord is going to say unto you. And if not, it's just always good to see you in church. Praise God. 1 John chapter 3. Praise God. Let's start reading the verse 7. 1 John chapter 3, verse 7. It says, little children, of course, the Lord is writing to his people. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifest. He's telling you the reason why the Son of God was manifest, why he showed up, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Look at him, came here to destroy the works of the devil. You got to understand when Jesus showed up, he showed up with one thing on his mind to destroy the works of the devil. He said, this is the reason why he's manifesting. We've already learned that that word destroy means to render harmless and ineffective, to render harmless and ineffective. 
So he's not obliterating the devil. That's what we, the works of the devil, that's what we think of when we think of destroy, blow something up and it's not there anymore. He said, no, I, he come to render it harmless and ineffective in your life, which means that although the devil's still operating, he's still doing what he does and it's affecting everybody else or infecting, depends on how you look at it. It's affecting everybody else. It won't affect you. Why is that? Because Jesus said, I'm come so that I can render harmless and ineffective in your life all of the works of the devil. All of the deceptions, all of the lies, all the trickery, all the chicanery, all the mess, all the stress, all the foolishness, all the arguing, all the strife, all the mess, all that. He said, I can render it harmless in your life to the point that it has no effect in your life whatsoever. That's good news for those of us who've lived that mess out. That's good news for those of us who've seen the effect in other people's lives and we don't want it happening in our lives. And we say, oh, no, see, I don't want none of that. If you're going to draw back from anything, draw back from that to the point that, no, I don't want none of that. But see, you can't stop it from happening in and of yourself. But the Lord came to help you to be able to be able to make it so that those things doesn't happen for you. That's why he says he came so that he could destroy the works of the devil. Now, in order for him to do that, he had to come with something. Now, we're a military town. San Antonio is a military town, so, you know, this should be pretty easy to understand. When we get ready to send men, brave men and women off to war, do we send them off to war with just a concept in mind? Whereas you're going to go take down the enemy. You're going to go stop the enemy and render them harmless and ineffective. But yet, just send them on about their way with nothing in their possession or nothing to use or anything like that. Do we do that? No. What do we? We send them with all the weapons that they need in order to be able to pull it off, don't we? Yeah. Yes, we do. We send them with all the weapons that we, they need to be able to pull them off and give them training in that too, praise God, to be able to make sure they know how to use these weapons so that when they land in that land, then they can take down every man that's doing anything opposite of what it is that freedom says ought to be done. Are you listening to me? And they go take them down too. They come cock lock and ready to rock. They come ready to rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Yeah, they show up, you know, ready to go blowing stuff up, firing stuff up, shooting stuff up. Come on up in here. Yeah, they do. Knowing exactly what to do because they come equipped with what's necessary to be able to win the battle. Well, when Jesus showed up, he showed up equipped with what's necessary to win the battle. I'm going to show it to you. Turn over to John chapter 1. St. John chapter 1. Pay attention now because we're talking about your correct response to the word of God. St. John chapter 1 where Jesus shows up equipped, ready to rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Jesus is. That's one of the reasons why I always laugh at those little movies and stuff that you see all over the place and stuff, you know, and all these little cute little Jesus movies and stuff like that. I ain't cracking on them. Don't, you know, I'm excited that they exist. I got a bunch of them at the house and stuff like that. They, some of them are good comedies, praise God. Uh, because you got you to understand, because see, the Jesus that was is different than the one that's presented. You got to understand, Jesus, I'm going to say this just right as I can. Jesus was a thug. Jesus came down, you got to understand, Jesus came down ready to rumble. Jesus didn't, that, that little soft voice that you be hearing, you know, all the time, you know, you know, the meek inherit the earth. That ain't G. That, that ain't the way he did, that ain't the way he operated. If you really read the Bible, you'll find out Jesus was offensive. So a good preacher is offensive. <laughs> Jesus was very offensive. People got upset with him. The, the, the religious leaders wanted to kill him. Now, you don't want to kill people who speak with nice, soft voices. It just doesn't normally happen that way. Jesus was bothering people. Are you listening to me? He came ready to rumble. Came cock-locking, ready to rock. Praise God. 
John chapter 1, verse 1. The Bible says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. I love that right there. Because that beginning it's talking about right there is the beginning of beginnings. This ain't talking about the beginning. It's talking about the beginning of beginnings. Because even before there was a beginning, there was a beginning. Because the beginning that you know is when the world was created. But there was a beginning before that. And in, the, in that beginning was God. Was God all by himself. God in his greatness and his majesty and his splendor and his awesomeness. In absolute control of everything. And then that's why he could begin something. Because you can't begin something unless you're in control in some kind of a way. And he could begin that thing, man. Shoot, God said, let there be light. And there was light. And there still is light. Running at 186,000 miles per second. Because God is in control. You got to understand. Because when, and that's why when he looks down and see his children's life all out of control, he ain't satisfied with that. And he's going to send what's necessary to gain control. He's going to send what's necessary to be able to get done what needs to get done. Just like when we send soldiers over to a place, we give them everything necessary to gain control. They got tanks. They got Hummers. They got Kevlar. They got bombs. Go with our God. They got guns. They got automatic rifles and them ain't no soft-spoken people them people that's coming in to kick butt take names are you listening to me and when jesus was showed up that's exactly what he came to do he come to handle some things bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god so you got to see this word sitting up there as god see when you start seeing the word as god it changes your view of the word when you start seeing the word as God, it changes your whole view of the word. See, we just think of, yeah, it's the word of God. No, this is the word that was in the beginning. This is the word that's in control. This is the word that takes control. This is the word that's God himself. When you get, when you're looking in this book right here, in this Bible from cover to cover, you're not just seeing ink on pages. That's God. That's God's word right there. He said in the book of Hebrews, Jesus says that, I, Lo, I come in the volume of a book to do thy will, O God. That's, I mean, that, this, this word right here, you got to consider the word as God. That, that if I'm going to line up with what God has, with God, I must line up with what God has to say. Ladies in the house say, hey. hey. Some brothers say he love you, but he hanging out and laying with everybody else but you. How much you think he love you? Oh, y'all don't even want to talk on that one. Y'all don't even want to answer some of y'all trying to swallow that one, like, oh, see, see, I ain't even gonna say nothing because I might cuss. Praise God. <laughs> so you, 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 because if he, it, oh, how about this one? He say he love you, but he don't ever want to be around you. Don't ever want to do nothing you got to say. If you say, I want to go over here, he say, well, I ain't going over there. He say, well, I want to go over here. You, he say, I ain't going over there. You say, I'm going to church. He say, I ain't going with you, ever. Come on up in here. How, 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 how long, how, how much you think he with you? How about this one? We say we Christians, but God say this, but we end up way over here someplace. God say walk within this parameter and we all over here, places where we, Oba, OBA. We all over here, places we ain't even supposed to be doing things we ain't supposed to be doing, but we say I love you and I'm with you. Actions speak louder than words. We read on. John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him not was not anything made that was made. Go on, God. I love the way he writes stuff. He said, man, wasn't nothing made that was made that wasn't made by me. 
Wasn't nothing, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't nothing made that was made that wasn't made by me. God said, I, I, I'm it. So you got to understand when, when <laughs> that's, that's it. I remember when Ford Motor, I ain't trying to you know, put no plug, plug for Ford Motor Company. I'm just speaking historically. When Ford Motor Company made their first car, I think it was called the Model A. Yeah, the Model A. Yeah, the Model A. I think it was the Model A. Anyway, when they made their first car and everything like that, they made it and they made it in black. And since that was the only car, and that was the only color it made in, if you want a car, it's going to be black. And it was going to be a Ford. It wasn't going to be nothing else because there were no other cars like, at that particular time. In fact, you know, I remember some, you know, in studying history, they said some uh, different reporters, you know, kind of like tried to crack on uh, Henry Ford about that and said to him, they said, well, is there any other colors that come in? He said, man, you can get this car in any color you want to, as long as it's black. <laughs> because that's like, that, that was it. Are you listening to me? And you got to understand that God said, I'm it. I make everything that if I don't make it, it ain't made. If I don't do it, it ain't going to get done because I, 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 I'm what's happening. Read on. Verse four say in him was life. Glory to God. And the life was the light of men. So in him, speaking of the word who is God is life. So you got to be able to recognize that in this word is life. In this word is life. In this word, this word is life. And he said, ain't nothing made if it ain't made by me, which means that if I didn't make it, if it don't come from me, it ain't life. If it don't come from me, the word is not life. See, that's very important because so many people are looking for life outside of Christ. They're looking for life outside of the word of God because God said the life is in me. See, everybody walking around trying to find life, trying to find life in education, trying to find life with some man or some woman trying to find life in every place else. But God said, no, life is in me. And if you want life, come to me. Because I'm the one that can make your life. I'm the one, I, see, God's the one that makes our life. I'm so glad I learned this. Because I was out there trying to get into everything else and do everything else and trying to find love in all the wrong places and doing everything else other than what I'm supposed to do and operating in God's graces. Until I found out I was wasting my time because all the life is in him. And if it's not in him, it ain't life. That's one of the reasons why it's so important to know this word. Because therein you'll get a chance to find out whether or not you really got life or not. And therein will you be able to get life if you don't have it. And and, and you want to know something else important? It says right there also, and that life is the light of man. That word light right there, we already know it illuminates, shows you something. We learned in Psalms 119 that he says, and my word is a lamp unto thy feet and a light unto thy pathway. It's a lamp until your feet showing you exactly where you standing. See, a lot of us, I, now let me speak to myself. Speak about myself. Back before I found out what this word was about, I thought I had life. Couldn't tell me I didn't have life. Had life because I could hang out in the best bars in town. Hang out in the sweetest clubs in town. Thought I had life because I had a record collection. See, I'm dating myself now. A record collection. <laughs> Praise God that had all the finest jazz artists, all the finest rock artists, all the finest uh, uh, rhythm and blues artists. I had uh, classical music all lined up all over the place. I mean, I even had some country western spread up all up in the middle of there. I could do see do you with your partner just like you couldn't imagine. I mean, bro, bro, man, in my mind, I had it all. But it wasn't until I got into the word that I found out I didn't have nothing. Because I found out that ain't in the life that God gives you. And if it's not in the life, it ain't life. See, when the light of the word shows up, it shows you whether or not you got life or not. Shows you where your feet are standing. 
because it's a light and lamp unto your feet. It shows you exactly where you're standing. And a lot of us think we're standing in a good life until the word of God shows up and shows you exactly where you're standing. You're like, oh, my God, I'm standing in the middle of some mess and didn't even know it. Was wondering where that smell was coming from, and I'm standing all in it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The, Lord, the word of God comes down to show you life. Remember, we learned already in John three seventeen that it says that he didn't come to condemn the world, but through him that it might be saved. He said, I'm coming to deliver you, but I can't deliver you until you recognize you need to be delivered. Because most folks think they're doing right. Because the Bible says that every man thinks he's right in his own eyes. But the word said it all starts with me. I'm what's happening, that I'm the beginning of beginnings and that I'm going to come and show you exactly what life is. And I'm going to show you exactly where you stand in so that you can then recognize whether or not you're standing in a spot that you think you're standing in. Because a lot of us think we got it all right. A lot of us think that we're where we're supposed to be. But the word of God will show you whether or not you're standing in the right spot. And it'll show you what direction to go in once you recognize that you're in the wrong spot. And that you want to make it to it. He'll show you the life that you can live. That you can live a life of prosperity. That you can live a life of peace. That you can live a life of ease. That you can live a life where you wake up every day with a smile on your face. Why? Because you're walking in God's grace. Amen. Think about it. You can work up, wake up every day just grinning. Glory to God. Christians are supposed to be walking around grinning. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And if you're not walking around grinning, it's because you ain't got life like you're supposed to have it. And the reason why is because you have not allowed the word of God to show you where you stand it and let it take you to where you want to go. Because we draw back unto the perdition. We pull back into the death that we prefer to live out rather than the wonderful life that God wants you to live out. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He say in him is the life. God says in him is the life, which means that if it ain't in him, it ain't in the life. Since he came in the volume of the book, if it's not in the volume of that book, it ain't life. And we ain't got no business trying to live it. I'm teaching real good right now. Right, right now. I'm teaching real good. If it ain't in the volume of the book, why are you doing it? If it's, I'm, talking about, I'm talking to the just. To the ones that live by faith. To the ones that's already been declared righteous. If it ain't in the book, why are you ain't living it? I was in the clubs hanging out, back, having a, thinking I'm having a ball till the life showed up and showed me you ain't having no ball, fool. You killing yourself. I'm talking about me. I ain't talking about you right now. I'm talking about me. Said, you killing yourself, fool. What you doing out here? Out here drinking and all this other kind of stuff and smoking stuff. I ain't got no business. I ain't going to tell you so that you'll keep listening to me. Praise God. Out here doing stuff. That I ain't got no business doing people. I ain't got no business. We'll leave that all alone, too. Thinking I'm having life. <laughs> this is life. That ain't life, fool. That's death warmed over. I'm trying, pray. I'm, I'm trying. Till the light showed up and showed me, showed me where I'm standing. I'm like, my goodness. Look at this. Good googly moogly. I don't want to live like this. And then when it does that, it'll illuminate the pathway to show you exactly which way to get up out of this mess. And if you follow that pathway, everything will work out well. But you could be a fool if you want to and say, oh, no, see, I'm going to just, I, think, I don't know about all that. Step back into the death that's already operating in the midst of your life then. That's what this word is talking about. He said, in me is life. If it's not in the book, why is it there? If it's not in the book, why are we living it? If it's, in, if it's not in the book, why are we doing it? Are clubs in the book? Come on, come on, speak up. Are clubs in the book? Then why are we clubbing? Why are we out there clubbing? If clubs ain't in the book, why we out there? Why we out there? Why we out there? Just, 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 just backing it up all in the, all in the. All in, all in. Come on up in here. 
trying to run up from your from from your drink and stuff like that and get in the line so that you can hustle like everybody else and stuff, you know. <laughs> Old heads, young heads, come on up in here, little bitty little kids is getting up hustling. Put them up in the middle of a church, they can't even stand up when a song is sung. But they think they got life. Y'all mind if I talk, do you? You here now, praise God. You might as well listen. <laughs> Glory to God. If it ain't in the book, why are we doing it? That ain't life. Half this stuff we listen to, that ain't life. Waylon Jennings. Beyonce. Y'all mind if I talk, do you? Oh, your Barbara Streisand and everything else. Come on up. That ain't, that ain't God. It ain't in, is it in the book? No, sir, it's not. Are what they singing about in this book? Then why are we, why are we listening? That ain't life. We think we got life. We spending more money and more money to buy more CDs, more concert tickets, more this, more t-shirts. I was at that fool concert. <laughs> so I can demonstrate how stupid I was as the just. Thinking we got life. No, precious. That ain't life. It ain't in the book. Then we walk around humming songs. Don't you wish your girlfriend was a slut like me? Don't you wish your girlfriend could hold like me? Don't you? And we walk around singing these songs and stuff like that. Come on, don't get mad at me. When you get up in church and hear the truth. If you can't hear it in church, where are you supposed to hear it? Am I supposed to sugarcoat it while you getting ate up by the devil? And then our kids is up in here doing this. And we call and, and they calling themselves righteous. If it ain't in the book, what's up? That ain't life. Everybody said that ain't life. Walk around arguing and cussing and fussing at each other and stuff like that. Giving one finger waves to folk in, 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 uh, in traffic. Is that in the book? One finger waves. See, look it up in your concordance. See if you see a one finger wave up in your concordance. If it ain't in there, what? 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 See, I found out that the book is right all the time. I found out everything outside of the book is wrong. So because of that, fornication isn't even a thought in my mind. Adultery is not even a thought in my mind. Come on, don't, don't, don't drop on the amens in case I'm headed your way. He's saying in him was life and life was the light of man. Verse five, this explained why some people have a predicament with this. It says, and the light shineth in darkness. And darkness was excited about it to the point it was like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for showing me the truth. Is that what, it, is that what the next verse say? Light shined in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. That word comprehend means grasp, grab hold to. See, whenever we're in darkness, God will send a light into our, in our, into our darkness to be able to give us something to grab hold to. Because most of us feeling around, we don't even know where to go, we don't know what to do and stuff like that. We don't know what's happening. But God will send a light in there for you to grab hold to so it can guide you out. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that it's true. We really do need to respond properly to God's word for it to do what it promised that it would do for me and you. Properly responding to God's word really is something that we all have to do. 
That is, if we want all the things that he promised us in his word to actually happen for me and you. So let's learn to respond to his word the way he wants us to do. So he can do in our lives all the things that he promised he'd do. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, there's something that I invite all of you ladies out there to do. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters from Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too with a powerful word from God straight from heaven just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want a plate. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So ladies, I'm telling you, don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio this weekend, come on through and bring some of your sisters with you when you do. I guarantee that you'll be blessed and they will too. Come on through and let us be a blessing to you at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith SA. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 